Hi, everyone. Welcome to Thrive, Create Your Impact. These podcasts are a way for us to dive a little deeper into thriving using the IEP method created by Anise Kavanaugh, author of Contagious Culture. Each week, we'll be focusing on one little way to shift in order to thrive even more than you already do. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for joining us this week. Last week, we took some time to explore tools to strengthen our essential you by focusing on our first quadrant, our physical and environmental energy. This week, we'll focus on our second quadrant, our mental and emotional energy. Our mental and emotional energy is foundational to how we want to set ourselves up for success and how we want to show up. It's developed based on things like our thoughts, our assumptions, our focus, our complaints, how much space we allow for real, authentic emotion, and anything we might feel or imagine. Anything we might feel or imagine really does have impact on our mental and emotional energy. It may not seem like we have a lot of control here, but just like with our physical and environmental energy, this is an area where we have more control than we realize. When dealing with your energy in any of the quadrants, especially in the mental and emotional energy, awareness and knowledge are key. Knowledge and awareness give you the most power and give you the freedom to decide how you want to proceed. Questions we can ask ourselves when dealing with our emotions are, do the thoughts I think, the assumptions I make, and the emotions I have support me? Do I allow myself full authentic emotion? Do I allow myself to be supported? Am I kind to myself? It is always important to find out where you are with your mental and emotional energy so that you can make a decision as how you want to move forward. So let's find out where we are. Take a deep breath, relax your shoulders. Let's inhale and exhale and take a look at our mental and emotional energy. On a scale of zero to 10, where are you? Are you at a zero? You're so busy, so stressed, so tired, and so preoccupied that you just might crawl into a corner and cry right now? Or is your body just here, but your mind is completely somewhere else? Or are you at a 10? You are in such a good mood. You are so in tune with yourself and you are so open-minded that you cannot wait to hear the rest of this podcast. You are hanging on every word, ready to learn. Or are you somewhere in the middle? Take a second to identify it. The good thing is that there's no right or wrong answer. Where you are is where you are. The key lies in what you are going to do about it once you know. Like I said, the great thing about our mental and emotional energy is that we have way more control over it than we realize. We get to allow whatever we want in our bubble, and we get to decide how we want to feel emotionally. We're in control to make the decision to help us shift our mental state, even if it's just a little bit. In order to reset your mental and environmental energy, if you feel like it's off, a few simple things you can do is go for a walk, take deep breaths, acknowledge where you are, and identify one tiny thing you can do in order to shift yourself to a more present, intentional state of mind. Another thing you can do is turn to your RVP and vent. But remember, your RVP is going to tell you the truth. So if you're just complaining, your RVP is going to tell you. So hopefully they help you find a small, tiny thing to do in order to shift your mindset. There are things that happen in our daily lives that completely drain our mental and emotional energy. Two of the most draining actions are making negative assumptions and making or listening to complaints. The assumptions you make and the feelings you allow to build up without addressing the issue really do dictate how you show up and dictate the type of person you're becoming. So take a look at what you're becoming. Are the thoughts and emotions you are having serving you in a way that's allowing you to be the person you want to be? 
The assumptions we make and the beliefs we hold, the complaints we repeat, all define who we are and they really affect our mental and emotional energy. But again, we get to decide how we spend our mental and emotional energy every day. Let's examine our assumptions. Our assumptions, unfortunately, are often negative, and they are really just stories we create in our own head. They do not have any validity because, technically, we haven't addressed them, and we don't know if they're really true. We made them up. So until you address your assumption, clear the air and name whatever it is you're assuming, your assumptions are just yours. No one else knows them. And the stories you create are just yours. No one else knows them. It's absolutely your decision whether you're going to make negative assumptions or not. However, if you have them, know that when you walk into a room with a negative assumption, you're projecting that in your energy and you're contributing to the negativity in your room. Do you really want to do that? Let's be honest. If you make an assumption that someone doesn't like you, it really isn't any of your business what their true feelings are. Other people's thoughts about you are none of your business. Unless you are intentionally requesting feedback from someone or specifically asking them if they like you or not, their thoughts are none of your business. They're theirs. It is important at the very least that you are aware of the assumptions you're making so that you can be aware of how they affect your emotions so you can make a decision as to how you want to move forward. Your awareness will allow you to decide if you want to hold on to the negative assumption or if you want to let it go, shift your assumption to assume good and project a more positive emotional state. The best thing is you get to decide. Once you are aware and have knowledge of the assumptions you're making, you can decide if you want them to affect you, if you want to name them and have a conversation to clear the air, or if you want to let them go and believe that there's more positivity in the situation than you're allowing in. The best thing to do to preserve our mental and emotional state is to name it and tame it. Another thing that affects our mental emotional energy are our complaints. Complaining is one of the most mentally, emotionally draining and contagious actions we engage in. Complaining does not allow for resolution. Complaining robs people of their inspiration and productivity. When we complain to someone about something, they're not responding to us because they want to help us. They're responding out of obligation, desperation for us to go away, or because they're not gaining anything from your negative presence. Think about what happens when someone complains to you. You listen for a minute, but then you either start complaining with them and you contribute to the problem, or you name a bunch of random solutions to try to help the person. And if they keep complaining, you kind of just want to do whatever you need to do to get them to stop, to get them to go away, or to get them to be quiet. None of this serves our mental and emotional states. Either way, everyone involved in a complaining session walks away feeling defeated, frustrated, helpless, annoyed, angry, depressed, and desperate. But no one walks away with the empowerment to find a solution because they weren't asked to find one. So let's think about this. What if we turned our complaints into requests? Think about this complaint. It's so cold in here. Oh my gosh, it's freezing. It's so cold, so cold. Wow, it is just so cold in here. Oh my goodness, it's so cold. What does this person actually want? A sweater? Someone to turn up the heater? Wouldn't it be nice if they just said that instead of making us listen to them repeat how cold they are over and over without any progress? Or what about this one? 
You're always late. I don't understand. You're late all the time. You interrupt everyone when you're late. You're always on the late train. You don't even care. You always show up late. What does this person really want? What should they actually say instead of complaining about the other person constantly being late? Maybe something like, please be on time? Or ask a question like, what needs to happen in order for you to be on time so that we can all start together? Let's think about this complaint. You're such a slob. I'm always picking up after you. You leave your shoes everywhere. Your socks are on the floor instead of the hamper. You are so messy. You suck at being organized. Your room is a disaster. What does this person actually want? What should they communicate instead? Maybe something like, please pick up your socks and shoes. Please make sure your socks are in the hamper. Please make sure you clean your room every night before you go to bed. Underneath every complaint is an uncommunicated request. The best thing to do is identify what it is and get your energy back so that you can actually get stuff done. Complaining is an action only attached to complaining. But if you turn your complaint into a request, you're actually attaching it to an action and creating an energy of productivity, then you get your power back. When someone complains to you, ask them, what is something I can do to help? How can we make that happen? What is it that you really want? Can I do something to help you? Give them a chance to request something and give them their power back so that something can actually be done. Do the same for yourself. If you catch yourself complaining, stop and think. What is it that you actually want? Identify it, make an action plan around it, and get your power back. Name your complaint so that you can tame it. Anytime you're feeling like your mental and emotional energy is off, stop. Take a breath, check where you are, figure out what's one little thing you can do to shift your intention and your presence, or stop, name whatever is bothering you, and tame it. Thank you for listening to Thrive, Create Your Impact. For more resources, check out our TUSD Thrive's website, and don't forget to post how you are thriving on hashtag TUSD Thrive.